jiggy with it. Yeah, that's that sounds like sexy time. Getting jiggy with it is not yeah. sexy time. Yes, that's what. Oh, is that not what okay. it is? I'm pretty sure that's what it insinuates. I hope my typing is loud enough to be heard on, on the microphone. Getting jiggy with it. It's a song, but from Will Smith. Um, but let's see what the meaning is. Yeah. To be cool and trendy. No. <laughs> okay. It's not, look up getting jiggy with it meaning. Just Google That's getting what I did. jiggy with it meaning. Getting jiggy with it meaning. Uh, okay. okay. Send, Urban Dictionary. Let me see. I'm going to send to you dance, my To dance, bust response. a move, get your groove on, shake the hoof, or putting the move on a member of the opposite sex. Okay. Well, maybe that part. Hold on, just look at the just look at the screenshot. I Getting sent you. jiggy with it meaning get jiggy with slang to have sexual relations with. Boom. Jiggy, I think jiggy itself. Jiggy meaning. Damn, I, the Urban Dictionary j- getting jiggy with it. I don't know where I'm getting these, but you see the other, the one below that. If you keep going down, um. Getting jiggy means to have sexual intercourse, but getting jiggy with it doesn't mean having intercourse (laughs) one of this is one of the actual urban dictionary ones when you slap someone in order to establish dominance over your wife but she still has sex with other men i was getting jiggy with it with some random no-named guy at the oscars (laughs) damn um is that um is that a riff at chris rock because he's the one that got slapped yeah, I think so. I think that's what uh that's what they mean. That's a little Jada reference, I guess. Okay. <laughs> all right, cool. Uh all right, let's let's start, I guess. Uh I was gonna hit record, but we're already recording. So I'll just do this then. Oh god damn. Hey guys. And hey gays. And welcome back to yet another episode of Hetero Homo and Mike. <laughs> we are now on season two, episode three, baby. Let's go. Let's go. Um, I like that you said yet another because it, <laughs> it <kind laughs> Dude, that always is so delayed and it just ends up cutting you off when you and start. It always talking. cuts me off. It's fine. But I love that you said yet another because it's like, yeah, we're still doing this. <laughs> like, all right, we know. No, we're still doing it. Um, I am coming to you once again. <laughs> yeah, once again, we are asking you to listen. Um, this episode is going to be a lot. There's going to be a lot of things talked about because um, it's going to be a part two of episode two, technically, because we're going to talk about some of the things that we talked about last episode. Um, and there's a lot to talk about today, actually. So I'm actually proud say of us for once. Go ahead. Can yeah. I say it? We watched Barbie together. Yes, we did it. I've we watched finally Barbie together. seen Barbie, bro. So finally. happy. Love the movie. So we're definitely going to dive into that. You're definitely going to hear my thoughts and perspectives and Barbie. Everything Barbie. Um, but no, we also do have some other things to talk about today, too. So I'm very excited. Definitely, um, definitely. But before we begin, let's talk about what we did this week. So I have a lot in my notes, but I just want to ask you first if you have anything you want to specifically talk about. Yeah, I did a lot of things this this week, Brandon. Thanks for asking. Um, yeah, one of those of things <laughs> was um, I went and saw a movie with you. We saw Barbie. Hmm. Hmm. Um, and that's it. Yeah. But okay, so Gabe obviously didn't have a great week. 
<laughs> I mean, it's amazing because it was with me, but whatever, you know. But no, I do have some things here that I have, but it's not like things that I did. It's just things that I've been thinking about <laughs> last week, I guess. Because one of the first notes I have, I even for, I forget what the first one is. It, I was going to test you on some gay language that like happened this week. And then I was like, I don't even know what it is. But um, what I wanted to say, my next point is I... I specifically wrote it like this. I want people to pay me to organize YouTube videos because I don't know. I just think that it's a little bit of like an OCD habit of mine, I guess that I watch like people's videos on their YouTube channels. Like I'm like fan of, and I look at their playlist selection and it's just shit. Like it's either non-existent or it's like not organized whatsoever. And it just drives me insane. And I'm like, I can step in. I can do the job. I can manage your channel. Like, let me do it. You know? Oh, that's actually a pretty cool like job to have. I think when I start right? making videos, Brandon, I promise I'll go to you and you're going to organize all of my playlists for me. Perfect. Because I just, I watch it and I'm like, my it's the, it's the unhealthy uh, habit I have of wanting to do more outside of my pay grade than what I'm getting paid to do. <laughs> you always want nothing. that extra credit. That's so true. And even with like editing the podcast episodes and everything, I'm just like, <laughs> how does he have the time to do all this? I literally don't have the time for anything. And then I just stress myself out and I get it done. It's my secret oh, power. But if you don't mind me asking then like, what do you mean by like the, the playlists? I, I don't know why you wouldn't mind me asking this, but uh, the I, playlist I really like aesthetics. Do <laughs> don't talk about so, this anymore. like okay so here's a clockable mo- moment of mine is that i have fallen into the habit of like listening to some asmr stuff but i don't i don't know how that that's just a sign that my life has gone off the tracks but like they have different like things that they do and i'm just like i look at their playlist because i feel like they would categorize the different types of videos that they do and they don't and i'm like oh my god like i could do that like i could organize this channel like i can make it efficient yeah. My job should just be making things efficient, even though my life is not efficient, you know? Yeah. How I much mean, do you think they pay orders. you for that? I don't know. They should pay me a lot. <laughs> yeah. Probably at least like 100K, I'd say. But, you know, there's some people on YouTube that actually do that. Oh, yeah. 100K for sure. <laughs> like, you can make your playlist public for other people to, like, watch. And it doesn't have to be your own videos. It can be, like, videos of, like, other people's channels. So people will do just like collabs of a bunch of different other people's stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I've never even thought about that too. Like going into like people's channels and seeing it. How would you feel about um, matching thumbnails within every playlist? Like having like a, almost like a theme for the thumbnails. Well, you- yes, that would have to be a must. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I was thinking about that cause I've been watching a lot more YouTube lately and I'm just like, hmm, could do better. The dog's going crazy. Love it. Oh my, you still hear that? <laughs> well that that's one the only, I only heard that I only heard that one because that one was like Rawr. so that's true that was rosy like being loud um Danny DeVito I, over here I did go have ahead. one thing actually that that I that I did this week that I'll just go ahead and share before we move on to the the other ones you had written down mm-hmm. um so I got a hand tattoo as you saw oh uh, that's right we, yeah I got it on Tuesday um I went into this with the worst expectations because I'd never gotten like my knuckles tattooed or anything like that so i was just also, prepared but you have another hand tattoo yeah that's what's funny yeah i have yeah. another one but here's a thing and um you know no 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 disrespect at all to marley i just john is really really quick so he takes he took i think like an hour and a half maybe two hours max on the on this hand tattoo that but w- that's also because it's traditional style 
I was about to say, let's call it how it is. She's way more detailed. <laughs> exactly. I, ex- I was just going to say, because like traditional style is a lot quicker, a lot easier to do. You don't have to go into like that much detail. Um, yeah. Especially because it's just a thicker piece. But Marley's is like insane with the detail. She does the oh, shading, yeah. all the white highlights and everything. So, um, but I think Marley's quick too. I don't think that she's like, you know, takes forever. She's pretty quick with mine, at least. Like an hour and a half, maybe. It's probably because she just wants to get you out of there like as quick as possible. Yeah, she probably just fucking hates me. She likes talking to us, so. (laughs) Probably, (laughs) because I'm always like, oh, um, here is some like, uh, I'm like, oh, here is some cute like tattoos. And then she's like, I love horror. And I'm like, anyway, Isabel, maybe. (laughs) She's like, yeah, (laughs) yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) But um, I like cutesy ones. I like yours a lot, though. Um, I uh, I like that it's like a weird contrast between her like, black like dark style with like just like cute like uh kingdom hearts stuff you know yeah <laughs> she's like i always love it it's a little bit of a break and i'm like okay you could say that but maybe you really don't <laughs> um so yeah. yes hand tattoo did it hurt honestly because my expectations were so high um when she started on the knuckles and everything i was like okay i can i can do this though that's not too crazy um and yeah she did the whole hand now and my hand was like a giant like puffed up swollen mess uh for a couple days and now it's just in its really itchy phase you know where it's like scabbing and everything i hate that yeah i hate it yeah Um, but yeah that's basically what's happened to me this week a lot of pain from there there we go and then barbie movie we love it exactly yep uh Speaking about the Barbie movie, I'm going to skip a couple points here. Um, <laughs> I love that I include this in what we did this week because I was leaving Barbie. So we went to go see Barbie. We're going to talk about it a little bit right now. We went to go see Barbie. Amazing movie. And when we left, it was pouring. It was like the worst downpour. But like it was cool because it wasn't like lightning or thundering, which happens a lot in Florida. It was just a torrential downpour. And we all got soaked, like, really, really bad. And so when I was leaving Tampa Joe's to go home, um, I had the windows down to kind of, like, I don't know, because I had the heater on to try to, like, dry out my hoodie. Because my hoodie was such a thick material, it just absorbed all the water and just was retaining it. So I put down the window to kind of, like, deheat my car or whatever you want to call it. Cool it down, deheat, LOL. Um, Cool down my car because it was just so hot. I was like, maybe the wind hitting it too would help the water evaporate. And I get to a light and there's like a homeless man, like literally like holding a sign right in front of me. And I felt so bad. I just rolled the window up on him. And I'm just like, this is Barbie wouldn't have wanted me to do this right now. Oh, my. Like, like he was just walking up to the car like to say something. No, I don't know. He just had the sign and he was standing there and I just so happened to pull up to him. Like if he was taking my order at a fast food oh, joint and I, I never carry cash. <laughs> I never carry cash because like who does that anymore? Right. So I just feel so bad. And I'm like, I would, I was like, I would give you some if I had some, but like, I don't. So I just rolled the window up. Cause was he staring at you? Like when, as you did it, was bit, he just staring daggers at you? He was like, you bitch. I was like, Oh my gosh, please move on to the next car. Like, I don't know. <laughs> so that happened. And then also too, what happened to me this week is that, so first of all, Everyone that listens knows that you smoke because of your first story um, when we came back from season two. But for those that don't know, I don't smoke. And so what's really funny is that for a non-smoker, I have bought more bongs probably than some smokers have because this is my this week I bought a second bong. And now you're like, why did you buy a second bong? Because 
I broke at my at the at the time that it happened. I believe he was still my boyfriend, so I broke my boyfriend's bong. Had to buy a new one, right? Gave him the money for it. Really nice mini bong that he got. It was like frosted glass, etched, all that, right? And he had a curved hand, um, had like a curved neck, so you didn't have to like hunch over and hit it. And then I went over there Friday. We're just friends now. We went. I went over there Friday. And I didn't even hit it. I dropped my fucking phone. My phone bounced off the floor and hit that bong and broke it. So that's the second <laughs> bong that I broke. So I had to go buy a new one. I am Bro, like, how dark the magic fuck? Going on. <laughs> Literally, yeah, I'm like, how the fuck did I just break two bongs? And so when we went to go to the smoke store, when we went to go to the, sm- oh my gosh, when we went to go to the smoke store, the guy was like, hey, what's up? And we're like, oh, we're buying another bog. And he's like, you broke it again? And my friend was like, he broke it. So now this guy is like, he. I'm pretty sure he thinks I smoke too. So he's like, this guy is smoking way too much and getting crazy and breaking fucking bongs. And like, I'm literally just sober. Like, I'm just a mess. I think that that he's probably thinking, wow, this is fantastic for business. I hope he keeps smoking. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, yes, keep breaking the bongs. Um, <laughs> that's insane because i've never bought one in my life and i smoke so you already have me beat there <laughs> exactly you see that's what i'm saying so and i just love stick that to for pens me. and just and just paper that's that's literally it love that for me i'm just out here buying bongs and not even smoking from them and then um the other thing that happened this happened a while ago but it's still part of this week because you don't know what our time frame looks like um i think this story is a really good story that like shows who I am as a person because I left work um, and I usually bring lunch. So I have a lunch box. So I left work, got in my car, got all the way home. I work like 10 minutes from my house and I go to get, like get out of my car and I look at my passenger seat. I'm like, Oh my God, where's my lunch box at? So I'm checking the back seat. I'm checking my trunk. I'm checking everywhere. Cause I'm like, where the fuck did I put my lunch box at? And so then I'm the only thing that this is me knowing myself. I'm like, the only logical thing Brandon would do is put his lunchbox on top of the car and forget it and drive off. So I was like, I can't believe I fucking drove off with my lunchbox on top of the car. So I'm driving back to where I work and I'm looking through the street because I'm like, maybe would hit it. But then I'm thinking logically because I'm somewhat of a smart person. And I'm like, if it was really on top of my car and I drove off, it would have fell off in the parking lot. So I get all the way back to work. I look at my parking lot or the parking lot. I do like three to four circles in it, trying to figure it out. Even the surrounding like streets, because I'm like, maybe it defied physics a bit just to see. And I also called my friend that was still at work. And I was like, hey, you know, I, I can't find my lunchbox. Is it there at my desk? And he was like, no, I don't see it. I don't see it in the parking lot either. So I'm like, OK, maybe somebody turned it in. So I'm walking and I had to get to security's office by walking past my desk anyway. So I'm walking, I'm walking, I'm walking. And then I'm like, you know what? Like, I don't think it would be here, but let me check to see if it's in the cubby at my desk, like my little filing cabinet. And I go and I open it and it turns out that I never even fucking took it out of my cabinet that I thought I did. Yeah. So I was just, you know, going crazy because I have memory problems. Yeah. So (laughs) I would say that you're, you and I are very similar in that sense. Just very forgetful people because that's happened to me so many times too. And with lunchboxes, but you know, similar things. Yeah. And I think what's funny is that my mind was in like, oh, maybe I I think maybe somebody that was normal (laughs) was like, would think, oh, maybe I just forgot it at work. And I was like, I obviously put it on top of my car and drove off. And so I spent like, 
maybe too much time looking for it in the streets when I should have just been like, maybe I did leave it at work, you know? That story is going to make me feel so much better about my for- forgetfulness now. So thank you for sharing that. Because I'm just going to think about that every once in a while and be like, well, I'm not the only one. <laughs> I always think about that story that you told me with the um, with the Starbucks drink when you put it on like a trash can but with a jank- like a wonky surface oh or whatever. Gosh. I thought you were going to. Th- did I ever tell you this one real quick? Real side tangent. I went to go to Starbucks, the one by the AMC that we just went to go see. Oh, that's doxing us, whatever. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) It's too late already. (laughs) Um, And so went to that Starbucks a while ago, and I got two drinks, and I was driving. So I I grabbed one drink, and I put in the cup holder, and then I go and grab the other drink. And then the the barista was like, do you want a straw? And it wasn't my drink. It was my friend and the passenger. So I go, do you want a straw? And he was like, yeah. So I turn back and I say, yeah, he would like a straw. So she goes to get a straw. And so I turn back and I like hinge my elbow to bring the drink in. But my car is like low compared to the window. So I didn't even like look to see where I was hinging. And I ended up hitting the cup on the top of my door frame, knocking off the lid and spilling coffee all over the side and on me, the side of my door and on me and in the interior. And I was so mad. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? And I couldn't blame anyone but myself. But of course, you know, like if you know me, I found a way to blame it on other people. So it was my friend's <laughs> fault for asking for a straw. Because if you never asked for a straw, I would have never taken my eyes off the drink. Yeah. Like, you see, it it makes sense, right? Yeah. If you never would have gone to Starbucks, Brandon, this never Ex- would have happened. You, could, th- <laughs> you, could you know back. what's funny? I think I used that against him. I was like, I think you wanted Starbucks to begin with. And if you never <laughs> wanted Starbucks, this wouldn't have happened. I think if my mom hadn't given birth to me, then I feel like none of this would have had. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's a good reason, too. I think I should use that. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I just have a lot of interesting, fun stories where I just fuck up a lot. So we love that. Very clumsy person. 100%. But um, let's let's I think we're done. So let's move into what have we been watching and what have been listening to. And this one, I'm very there's a lot on our list as I read out last episode and I will get to some of these eventually. Trust me. But there's one that I want to talk about because it's the one that you recommended when we were watching Barbie together. And it's what we do in the shadows, which I recommend to anybody. Honestly, it's such a funny show. I yes. love it. How, how far are you in now? I'm season two. <clears throat> I'm season two, episode four. Holy shit. I just shit, finished episode far. four. Yeah. Uh, episode four is when they, um, Nandor opens his email and it's the curse quote unquote oh my god and they're like we need to send this to like yeah like so effing funny because i love um i think my favorite vampire is nadia or nadia yeah yeah and, that's uh, daniela's favorite she's so funny because i remember the episode where laszlo gets kept uh captured as a bat in his bat form and he gets to um to the animal uh pound i guess and she goes and she has to rescue them because Nandor also got captured. And so she does hypnosis on the guy and was like, what is the passcode to your door? And he's like, one, two, three, four. And she goes, seriously, really? One, two, three, four. And she's like, I fucking can't stand humans. And I just, <laughs> I thought it was like so fucking funny. I was dying laughing. I was just like, this show is underrated for sure. See, it really is, dude. More people need to watch the show. It's so funny. Naja honestly has so many good moments in the show. 
was going to say, I like the moment too, where she goes to the frat party um, with, I forget what her name is, Jen, Jade, whoever. The one virgin that yes, Jenna, um, and they have to find somebody for Jenna to uh to Jenna. kill, and she's like feeling yes. really guilty. And, yeah. and I love it because they meet that rude boy, rude boy at the front door, and she trances him, and she also goes, and from now on, you will respect women with your life. I was like, <laughs> we love that. Like, she's just awesome. I love uh my favorite is probably Nandor. He's he has so many fucking good lines too. I mean, I I, I love uh, like Laszlo. A bunch too, but Nandor, like he has. Nandor's just kind of like not like I guess like dumb, but just stuck in his old ways, you know. He's like really, really dumb. I think that's why yeah. I, I like him. He's like almost golden retriever in like uh, some episodes, but in the first episode, like the quote that sticks with me is like, "I used to, uh, I used to pillage villages, and he was like, and I used to go to this one village, and they would say, please don't pillage me,' and I would say, no." <laughs> I'm pillaging yeah. you just like everyone else. <laughs> Dude. Oh, what episode the fucking got me too is that when he found finds out that his old country is dissolved from 1401. So it's been yeah. like hundreds of years since nobody speaks existed. that language anymore. <laughs> and and he's going to kill somebody like that's walking to his car. And so he's like flying. And by the time the person gets in the car and like opens the handle, he turns around and they're screaming and he just gets down from flying. He goes, eh, I'm not in the mood anymore. And then the guy's <laughs> like, are you okay? And he's like, are you seriously like, are you seriously asking me? He's like, yeah. Are you like, are you okay? He's like, I just found out my country <laughs> just <laughs> stopped existing <laughs> in 1401. <laughs> and it's like 2019 in the show. And I'm just like, what the fuck? And he's like, no, 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 but enough about me. You should probably flee. And he's like, are you, are you sure? He's like, flee, leave, damn it, go. And I'm like, oh my God. I'm so, so excited dumb. for you to get caught up. There's so many good scenes. But yeah, I'm happy that you started watching it for sure. I love Colin Robinson. Not to like hang oh up God, on the show yes. too much, but Colin Robinson is so funny. I also got my mom on the show by using oh, Colin really? Robinson. Yeah, because it started off because she was talking to me too much. And I was like, damn, you remind me of this one person in the show. <laughs> and I was like, his name is Colin Robinson. Bro, you did not and do that to your mom. I did. And I explained it to her. And she laughed when uh, when she saw Colin. And she laughed when she saw Evie, too. And she's like, oh that's God, really clever. Yeah. And I was like, I know. So funny. Amazing. I mean, he, he, yeah, I love he, that show. <laughs> you really do be draining energy. But he's got a lot of funny lines, too. I'm like, they've used his character so well. He's such a good character. I love him. Um, let's see here. Where where are we at right now? 25. Whoa. Is there anything else? I don't think you have anything on what we're watching. Oh, I actually do want to ask you this. Um, the fight yesterday. It autocorrected to flights. And I was looking at it and I was like, what the fuck is that? But I <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, what show is that, dude? Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. The fights last night. The fights were good. Did you? Uh, I imagine you didn't see Paul versus Diaz, right? No, I didn't watch Prime Paul versus Diaz. I texted Gabe yesterday because I was like, my friend was like, oh, is the fights on? Because we were at the gym and the, the, it was like WWE. And I was like, yeah, I think the fights are on, but it's not this. I know that Gabe is watching them tonight. And she was like, oh, wait, doesn't like the Paul guy like fight? And I was like, I can ask him, but I'm, I, I think so. So I was like, hey, is the Paul guy fighting, you know, Paul Prime? Because he has the Prime fucking drinks. And apparently Gabe just loved that I called him Paul Prime. 
I hate you. I hate you. Uh, actually, <laughs> now that we're on that topic, I feel like this could be a pretty good topic because I don't know how much you know about it either. But do you know the difference between those? Because there's, you know, WWE, um, then fake. there's boxing, right? And then there's yeah. UFC. No, I don't know any of those. But we can make that a topic because that is a straight thing that I don't know anything about. Exactly. There we go. Okay, I could teach cool. you. Okay, so Love wrestling, it. as you know, is fake, obviously. Um mm-hmm. It's like a choreography fighting in a weird way. Um, but I think that it's basically very entertaining and like the storylines, the beefs and like stuff like that. Uh, typically, the moves can be really entertaining in the matches as well. Um, but yes, that is all planned out. It's scripted. It's written out. So, um, you know, there's not really like um, a competition in terms of like, oh, I wonder who's going to win. Like, no, it's already right. it's already written in part of the storyline, basically. Um so that's why Paul won last night. That was the so th- it's funny because both Pauls did something last night. Logan Paul is signed with WWE now, so Logan Paul does wrestling, and he has okay. like his own storyline that he's building and everything. But he like will walk in with the prime drinks and advertise them as well. Wait, who's the prime brother? Uh, Logan Paul. He's the older. And one. who's the one that fought yesterday? So Logan Paul did have a wrestling match yesterday with WWE, but. The big fight everybody's talking about was a boxing match because his brother Jake Paul, who's the younger one, he's a boxer. Um, so oh he does. Oh my god! So yeah. it wasn't the prime Paul after all. It wasn't the prime Paul that was fighting Nate Diaz. Damn. So this is where like the worlds kind of connect. Nate Diaz, just so you know, he he fought in UFC. So UFC is a is a MMA promotion and mixed martial mm-hmm. arts is obviously just real combat sports uh, where you can, you know, wrestle like anything kind of goes in, in terms of just mixed martial arts, uh, jujitsu, like all of that. And so Nate Diaz was like uh, really well known in the MMA space and he like was big in the UFC till he retired recently and now he's doing and now he did a boxing match with uh jake paul his first time doing uh boxing um and so they everybody was curious as to like what was gonna happen because jake is so much younger than nate nate's like almost like pushing 40 now and um jake is obviously bigger and younger and more like in his prime but you know nate's was like still a savage and he's got a lot of years of, of fighting but Long story short, uh, Jake Paul uh, won the fight via decision. You know, no knockouts or anything. But yeah, he won the boxing match. Uh, so that's what happened. Okay. Was it a good fight? Did you watch it? It was pretty all right. Nate Diaz was kind of goofing a, a lot. He was just kind of like <laughs> walking walking down with his like with his hands down. He wasn't really defending so is, much. He was like teasing him during the fight. <laughs> so is this like a fake thing or is boxing like real? Boxing is real. However, there are a lot of theories. Girl, that... you are sipping. You are sipping oh, on whatever that sipping <laughs> is. You're sipping I'm that sipping shit on the tea because I'm gonna tell you this tea right now. That <laughs> okay. uh, there's a lot of theories that, like you know, boxing also has um, behind the scenes, you know, contracts and things written in where it's like, oh, you can't knock out this person um, because there's a lot of money involved in the pool of boxing. So, and a lot of like betting odds and things like that. So there are theories about whether, you know, outcomes are, you know, already predetermined and things like that. But for the most part, from what we know, it's all like legit. And then uh, obviously you have UFC MMA, which is uh, also legit and it's just straight up, you know, martial arts. That's the one I really, really enjoy watching. Noted, noted. 
Yeah. So if um, you ever hear me say like, oh, we got the fights tonight or we got fights this Saturday, it's typically always UFC. You you want to hear, sorry, this is like such a tangent because if this all happened yesterday and I just couldn't resist to do this right now, but I fucking went to Publix yesterday and I bought two protein shakes and three packs of gum because gum was three, three for three. So I bought Trident White. This doesn't have to go into the episode. I just really wanted to say it. Um, and so while you were talking, I was looking at it and I was like, I really need to have a piece of gum right now, which I know I can't because I'm fucking talking into a mic. So I just popped one open and I just started chewing it. And I threw it away and I thought to myself, whatever, I have like three packs of gum <laughs> right here, right now. <laughs> Every time I start talking, you're just going to go on mute, pop a gum in a little bit and then just... <laughs> right, I was the like, episode. whatever. I'm like, I'm so bougie. I have fucking three packs of gum. And that's so funny because my coworker asked me if I had gum today. And I was like, guess what? I bought three packs of gum yesterday. And she's like, cool. Do you have any on you? And I was like, I left it all at my house. <laughs> she's like, I don't I thought you were that. just going to flat out be like, no, I don't have any gum. <laughs> oh my and you gosh. had like all three packs on you in your pocket. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I What I saw was three for three. I was like, that's kind of a steal. What the hell? So whatever. You know, we're living in some tough times right now. Got to. Get the bogos when I can. Exactly. But, Good job, Brandon. <laughs> um, real quick, we're going to talk about what grinds my gears, and then we're going to end the topics of this episode, because what grinds my gears is very short this week. Um, I didn't have a lot that pissed me off this week, which is a surprise. Hey, let's go. <laughs> but. Woo! Good week. That means it was a good week. I guess. One of the things that, like, really did get my goat, <laughs> which I don't know if anyone uses that expression anymore is that we have a notepad thing that we use. It's an Apple, the Apple Notes um, on the iPhone that Gabe and I use to kind of plan out our podcast. And I played with the idea of like doing a Google Docs form because I was like, when I'm at work at my desk, I can just use the computer to get on Google Docs. So I'm not on my phone. And my fucking company blocked Google Docs. I'm like, what are we doing here? Like, what's the purpose of this? Damn. So that went down the hill real fast. So you don't do your creative writing on the side. They said, no, no. you don't have a side hustle. Well, it's funny because I have Word, which I can obviously use. And then I can use other like oh, cloud-based like writing platforms like Evernote and shit like that. But I'm just like, Google Docs, hello? Like, why are we calling that a quits here? Take out something against so, Google, dude. They really fucking do. So that I was like, this is grinding my gears <laughs> so i wrote it down and then also snapchat maps what are we doing with snapchat maps i hate that feature like what is it good for like i get like to see like locations of your friends like other users that you follow but you know how you can click a location and it shows you like all the snaps in that area have you ever done it it's so unhinged sorry i'm just amazed at how small these problems are it's so funny no <laughs> 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 you like you want to know what fucking pisses me off <laughs> google docs is blocked from my job <laughs> i oh still have word but i don't got fucking google docs <laughs> listen 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 first of all i need something for the pod <laughs> it just kind of bothers me like what are why like what's happening here what do you got against google dude all right Look, so I am going to open up my Snap Maps, and there is a neighborhood ahead, um, like, I guess, a little north of me. I'm not going to say it because I've already doxxed myself too fucking much. But I'm going to click near it because it's a little bit of light blue. First of all, let me describe you the picture I'm looking at. It's two styrofoam plates, so already what are we doing here? Um, <laughs> maybe, like, 
seven ounce steak with like one cup of fries and then the other fucking styrofoam plate is way too much mac and cheese and looks like steamed vegetables that you would get in like a mixed variety pack and you would put in the microwave and then i believe there's hot sauce but the hot sauce bottle is like cut off halfway that's it no text no nothing and they're posting it on snapchat maps i actually don't i'm old i'm a grandpa now and like this one, like I click, I click, and it's just a a picture of I don't even know this brand, Daz grapes, like green grapes, fresh green seedless raisins, fruit. What? I don't know. I can't. I can't even do. And then there's someone fucking watching the Lincoln Lawyer. I someone's pool. Someone's fucking dog. Someone's getting lit at seven fifty p.m. This is just <laughs> like this is like seven fifty p.m. Okay, hold on. I got some bad news. Before we continue, my AirPods are about to die. Shit. And I have no way of... Hang on one second. I just, like, for while Gabe's doing that, I get it. Like, community sense of happiness. Cool, I guess. But, like, please, like, what are we doing here? Or, like, if you're going to post something, have, like, some content to it. Like, the guy that was posting him getting, like, fucked up at 7.50 p.m., I understand that. There was a lot of liquor on the bar right there. But, like, the dinner... If you're going to pose your dinner, make it look good. I don't care what Gabe says. These problems are big to some people. The developers of Snapchat, the coders of Snapchat, you can you can simplify your code, get rid of that feature. You guys heard it here. Yeah. Open forum. Let me uh let me let me plug in my... As someone who studies cybersecurity, <laughs> you could get away. Yeah. You could get away from useless features so you don't expose your programming. Oh, wait, okay. I don't know. Hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. All right, so after being ridiculed for what grinds my gears this week, since Gabe didn't even contribute to that segment. (laughs) (laughs) I got a little something that grinds my gears. What is it? Go. Well, it has to do with the Barbie movie, actually. This would be a good transition in. because. So let's talk about Barbieheimer Part 2. When you step in a puddle of water... And you're wearing socks and shoes. And the water floods your shoe. And then all you're left with after, you know, you you try your best to dry off is just a wet sock that's wrapped around your foot. (laughs) And you have to just sit and like spend the rest of your night with this wet sock. It's just really, really bothering you. So what grinds my gear, what grinds my gears on top of that is just Florida infrastructure. Because that parking lot was flooded for no reason. For real, there was like so many. I don't know if it was just a bunch of potholes that were on the road, but it was very messy. It's Florida. But okay, so like Gabe said, and like how we said multiple times, we went to go see the Barbie movie. And I so so I know last episode was supposed to be the Barbie episode, but we're going to talk about it now. Burp. It's it's time (laughs) for the main topic of the episode. Barbie. I love Barbie. First of all, I love the movie. Um, love Margot Robbie as Barbie, first of all. Let's just put it out there. But that plot, and I won't say much because I don't want it's still relatively new. Um, even if you haven't seen it within a year from listening to this, I don't want to give too much away. Yep. Just because it's honestly such a good movie and the plot was so well written, and I did not expect it to go the direction that it did at all. Yep. But there are a few things that I did want to mention that I loved about it. Um, so there are going to be some spoilers, but not everything's going to be a spoiler. And first of all, when they started with the opening scene of that movie, I was dying. 
are you kidding me? Fucking baby dolls, just like these little girls <laughs> just beating the shit out of baby dolls and throwing them off canyons and beating the shit with uh, out of babies with babies. I was living for it. I love the intro or um, opening. It was cr- like unhinged for a Barbie movie. Loved it. <laughs> yeah. She just appears like massive. And that's the first. Um, I learned so much about Barbie facts because of my wife now after seeing the movie. That's the first outfit, right? The first Barbie outfit, right? First ever Barbie. Yeah. It was that bathing yeah. suit one. Yeah. She was really serving cunt. Love it. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. um i love barbie land too barbie land is a land that i would love to live in um before anything uh bk before ken if cast yourself in the movie i'm mitch (laughs) you're wait who's mitch what is it mitch yeah mitch pregnant barbie oh yes midge i'm sorry i was hearing mitch i was saying mitch i was saying mitch with the whole with the hard ass t yeah, and she and apparently, because again, my wife tells me all these things. She came with the baby inside yeah. of her belly, and you could take it out and everything. It is weird. Midge. I don't like that. It is weird. M I D G E Midge. Yeah, it's almost uh, better. She has Midge. no lines in the movie. She's just like there, <laughs> which I love. <laughs> She's just standing there. So I love yeah. that. I love the pinkness of it all. Um, I wasn't a. It's not like I wasn't a huge fan of it, but I was kind of one of my complaints i guess i have against the movie is how like wicked and cruel they cruel they showed the real world to be and i told my friend i was like yes the real world is like ass (laughs) because we live in it but they're in california and you're telling me there's not one woman of power in power in california i was like it would have been more believable if they went to texas and couldn't find any women in power but it's California. I feel like they're very liberal and progressive with that kind of shit. Yeah. So yeah, that exactly. kind of like threw me for a loop because I was just like, ain't no way you're going to walk into an office building and the only woman you see is a secretary and everyone else is like powerful men. I'm like, all right, let's calm down here. Like, <laughs> very unrealistic right now. Right, right, um, right. So that was my only thing. And then, of course, the Mattel arc, which I won't say much about, but I just didn't think it had a the good ending that it should have. So I think that that's um, on that I do want to, sp- I want to say something about this, this because um, is it a spoiler? No, 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 not at all. Um, men are getting like really offended because of this movie. Oh, I've seen a lot ever. of backlash grow from- up. So I think that it's interesting because my wife asked me after the movie to the first time, cause we had seen all this backlash man. that was getting, she was like, re- like, were there like, be completely honest. Were there any parts of the movie that maybe irked you a little bit, like with how they portrayed the men or is like, is there anything that like kind of made you feel a little bothered by how they, you know, portrayed them? Spoiler alert. Like I know I said, I wasn't going to say much about the movie, <laughs> but I'm going to say the whole plot right now, like a little wow. synopsis of it. Because I think it is a good topic to talk about. We're two men, one's gay, one's straight, whatever. Yes, and it's just like, good. okay, so the whole plot, right? Not to get too technical into it, Barbie starts feeling suicidal, haven't we all? Um, and so they were like, you have to go to the real world and find the person that's playing with you because there's some weird connection there. So she goes to the real world, tries to find her little bitch that's messing with her. While Ken goes with her because Ken is made for Barbie, right? Ken loves Barbie. And then Ken realizes that the real world is a patriarchy and there's men that rule everything. That's what I'm talking about when I'm like, this is very unrealistic that California wouldn't have women in power, at least some places. Cause when she went to the real world, 
It was just men running everything. So Ken comes right. back to Barbie land and he tells all the other Kens because Barbie land is very um, matriarchy. Like Barbie runs everything. Barbie does all the jobs. Ken's job, Ken's kind of multiple Kens, all their jobs is to be pretty and just be Barbie's boyfriend. And Barbie was like, has never thought about like what Ken does. Like there's one scene where they were like, where does Ken live? And Barbie was like, I actually never thought about that. Like Ken doesn't even have a fucking house. So he's basically like the whole thing is like, oh, Ken's just very tired of being underrepresented, like mistreated in this matriarchy, even though the matriarchy proves to be very beneficial because it's like everything's thriving, economy, social, like everything. So he brings patriarchy back, Barbie land gets flipped on its head, and then at the end they decide to have like a society that's equal, like patriarchy, equal matriarchy, just like equalism, I guess. So I guess men didn't like that whole shabam thing because I guess, I see for me, I don't even comprehend why, like what is the whole thing about it because a lot of people were a lot of men were sort of upset at how they portrayed men as like really sort of just completely brain dead and dumb and like just subservient to oh. all of the the barbies and then on top of that um like in the beginning pretty much yeah pretty much kind of throughout and like where they end up where the scene where he's like oh like can we at least have a cabinet on the uh on the supreme court or something we at least have oh, yeah. one chair on the supreme court so man and she's like no i can't do all that maybe like a lower section and he's like we'll take it um so basically a lot of men were just saying that that's oh, not even God. it's not even trying to teach equal rights it's just trying to teach like the inverse of of a male um or i guess patriarchy but my whole take on this I think that that also comes from a, a place of insecurity because at the oh, yeah. same time, I I watched it and I felt so not really attached to any of those things that they had hmm. sort of wanted to tackle that were like issues from the based by the patriarchy and all those sort of men and how they um, started taking control of everything. I just never felt like I was a part of that. So I had no reason to, you know, feel offended because I didn't see myself in that. But I think that something beautiful and in a way that men can kind of take from this film for themselves is um, my wife had heard of a theory. She brought it up to me, which is really good. And it's that Ken's introduction from Barbie land to the real world was sort of like a boy's um, loss of innocence and exposure mm -hmm. to the pressures of being a man and an adult. And then okay. When you're faced with that sort of vulnerability and all of that pressure, um, you're kind of left with these, I feel like sometimes feelings of just being overwhelmed or not feeling like you really know your place. And uh, towards the end of it, he's able to realize that like he is enough even without, um, you know, Barbie and that all he yeah. wanted was at the end of the day, all he wanted was just some like love and some respect uh, from his peers and stuff like that. So I think that that's what I took out of the movie from like the male side of things. I think that's like a really beautiful way of saying it too, because like I hearing that it's like so easy to jump the gun and saying you are only saying that because you have these insecurities about yourself. Um, because as a man, wa like watching that, even though I am like homosexual and leaving the theater, I didn't really see any issue with how anything was portrayed. 
Um, but like when you put it like that, I guess like I could kind of see it. But again, I am not in that place where I would feel threatened by the things that they were doing, you know? Right. Um, yeah. So that's a really good way of saying it. I don't even know what to say to that. <laughs> <laughs> Just interesting. I think that that was definitely how men should have maybe approached the film or been at least a little more open-minded. And, you know, uh, I will sense. say, like, I'm not trying to take anyone's agency away, but, like, you know, I think there is, like, some truth to, like, men, because as an expert in men, LOL, um, <laughs> you can i feel like i find it that you can have men do more things for littler stuff than you could a woman um and i don't know if that's wrong for me to say but like i don't know like let's say like this if if given a chance for like sexual reward i feel like a man would act more than a woman would not that i'm saying that women wouldn't because there are like some women like that but i think i find it more of a trait in men you know so for them to be like oh for ken to be subservient to barbie i'm like okay well i kind of see that a trait a lot more in men than i do in women but then again you can kind of look at it as a societal issue i guess because i think we have like this drive to teach women because they've come from such like of an oppressive place that they need to find that self value and worth in themselves. So they have this high standard, which they should, they should know what they need for themselves. They should know what they want for themselves. They should have that value to them that they're not willing to just go with the flow easily. And I think it's a little bit more difficult with men. I think we're definitely in that era now of like men's self care, because it also used to be like, you men can't cry like men can't show their feelings they have to be hardcore they have to be this kind of like cookie cutter version of what a man should be right and then so you have men putting up this facade like ken did in the movie and at the end like when barbie was like you don't have to do this facade of what you think a man should be you can just be yourself like find out who ken is i thought that was very touching because i think that's like what men should do. They shouldn't care about what society says. But then again, like when men typically kind of indulge in that practice, we still have some toxicity from like females and just like society being like, well, you're a pussy for doing that, like crying. Like I think it's way more acceptable exactly. for men to cry now. But I think if men have like any self-worth or confidence and don't get me wrong, some of the men that be having that get it kind of twisted because they're like, I'm confident in myself. And when a girl says no, they're like, fuck you, you're an ugly bitch anyway. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> but right. um, I think when it's like, oh, when a man has confidence and maybe potentially turns down a girl, it's kind of like, what the fuck are you doing kind of scenario. And it's like, no, he has self-worth. Like he can decide who he wants to be with and who he doesn't want to be with just like a girl can. Exactly. So I don't exactly. know. No, that's actually a really, really good take. I think you said it really well. And also just, I think that that movie was just a good sort of break from toxic masculinity and kind of showing the other side of things because even the, uh, even like the samurais and, you know, like ancient warriors from back in the day in their like old writings would have how much 
how important it is for a man to be able to be in touch with his, his feminine side. So like gardening and cooking and being clean, like having all of these sort of uh, balanced things that have been looked down upon and like traditional, you know, uh, man values for over the past, you know, course of, of history. Mm-hmm. And I think it's also just about uh, kind of being more in touch with that side as well. Uh, that's, I think what like, honestly, being a man is more defined by i think that like as a society we should just stop maybe that's very liberal of me to say but like just like stop defining like what a woman should be and what a man should be and just let people be people you know that's very true that's a very good point like because there's also a lot of pressure on just like traditional roles even as well and it's just like people just want to be like just want to live their own lives and just be respected that's it like how the how what's her name i love her so much and i keep forgetting her name the one that owns barbie uh ruth or the one that created barbie No, no 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 the one that owns stereotypical barbie Oh, America Ferreira. Yes, her character. Um, I forgot her character's name, actually. No, but, yes. but her name, America Ferreira. Like yeah. she said, she's like, so like, she's like, you could be a woman, but you can't be too pretty that you attract the gaze of men or too pretty that you like, like, or sorry, how am I? Sp- you can't be too pretty to attract the attention of other men and you can't be too pretty to that outshine your sisters and stuff like that. You have to just be like pretty enough and stand in like all that kind of like things that she was saying is like so true of like, what's the pressure? I mean, I can't really say it cause I'm not a woman, but like being like a gay male and having a bunch of women friends and just like being more involved in that world. I definitely kind of like see that a lot more so than I think, um, you know, a straight man would be not that straight man can't get to that point. I just don't think that the attachment level is there. I was going to gonna ask you, how do you, um, uh, how did you, how did, like, what did you think of her, of her speech? Because I, I was thinking the same thing because you're a guy and I was like, I wonder how he's going to feel about this like speech about if he's going to feel well, any sort of emotional connection. Yeah, to it or anything. I, I did feel a lot of emotional connection to it because like I said, it's, when you're a gay male, you know, you spend a lot of time with females. <laughs> I, I, and not necessarily, that's a stereotype that I'm enforcing here by saying that, but usually it's the case. And so you get really like firsthand experience with some of these things, um, like that she was describing. Um, not firsthand because the woman's firsthand, but I guess like secondhand. And I think that like being a straight male, even if it's your girlfriend you're talking about, that's probably as close as you're going to get because there's also that weird like stereotype that men can't be friends with women and if they are friends with women then it's obviously because they're fucking or they have feelings for each other some Mm -hmm. weird shit like that so i don't know i think it's harder for men to kind of be more involved in the world of women unless you are i don't know dating someone but i even feel like if you're dating a woman you're not really experiencing that because a lot of these issues are what happen behind closed doors like when she's just out and about trying to have fun and then she's getting called a slut and shit like that you know because like how they were saying or like the money thing and it's just like you know i don't know i hear it i experience it like empathy and stuff so it's just like i'm an empath no (laughs) (laughs) man i'm so thankful for my wife for teaching me that too because before her man i had like no connection to that at all and like when i watched that speech 
I got like teary eyed, like I got kind of emotional too, just because I, I don't know, like I knew that it was affecting her so much and just knowing like what it meant to somebody like her, like made me really, really emotional. And so what I will say to that too, and not to get too much into it, because I do have a topic for it later on in the series, but gay, like, so straight relationships are like the real world and gay lands like Barbie land. It's so weird for me to say, but like, <laughs> hear me out for a second because Barbie land is kind of like this reality warp of what real world is. And I hate, like, I know some people find this like controversial out of a comparison, but like, it's the best way to kind of explain it just because it's how we were taught and grown with. And it's just like the norm of human society throughout so many years. But you think of like all the straight like things in like relationship wise, like uh, misogyny and like how a woman's role is in the kitchen and just like, well, I'm not saying that I'm just saying like, you know, the stereotype don't, don't think that I'm saying that women should belong in the kitchen, <laughs> um, but you know, they, and then the men should be the bread maker and all this stuff. Um, and that women should be thin and all, all the things that she was saying. Right. Um, it's not much better in the, gay world um it's getting better for sure just like how it is in the straight world but like um there is like a kind of misogyny in the gay dating life between like tops and bottoms i guess because like the top is you know seen as the male and the bottoms is seen as the women even though we're both men and we like men there's just roles attached to positions and so it's always seen as the men and women kind of side of it. Like the top is supposed to be the breadwinner and the bottom is supposed to be like, you know, the cute one that stays at home and take care of the top and shit like that. It's just something that oh, happened wow. to so lead. Feel like that kind of even just kind of carried over just from normal. Well, yeah. And that's, it's a thing that's leaked into gay dating life, unfortunately. And I'm not, and I'm not saying it's a Shouldn't huge say problem. Normal. I should say like traditional. Saying <laughs> like <that>. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, I mean, there's definitely memes about it. Like, I, there's one post that I have. It's a it's a quote from um, a Beyonce song, but they replace the women with bottom, and it like blew up because it's also just like it's a thing. Like, it's very much a thing too. So, like me, obviously, because you mentioned it in the podcast already as a bottom. <laughs> um, like, it's very it's very true. It's just like you can't be like too successful and you have to be like this like house made and shit like that like i'm a bottom that doesn't know how to fucking cook and it's like damn like a bottom that doesn't know how to cook like i don't want a bottle like that and it's like okay and so just replace bottom with women oh you're a woman that doesn't know how to cook i don't want to be with a woman that doesn't know how to cook things like that like certain things have been said to me and i'm not trying to say that every time i go on a date or a dating app uh, conversation that it is like that like oh your bottom your place is this this that but it has been said to me before and it has oh, been like yeah, so you've had around. your own personal experiences with yeah. those roles too so those stereotypes. I, okay. so that's why i'm like bottom is very woman adjacent because of just like how this toxic role from s straight relationships i guess hetero relationships has just leaked in to homo relations and um i'm never yeah. gonna say that we're on the same path um because i can't i can't speak for women but i guess that's also the reason why i can feel it a little bit more because it's just like i do have some also like i am not the most masculine man man um out there you know i am a little feminine so being a little femme bottom boy it's also like <laughs> i also like understand 
when I speak to like a very masked top person and they're like, whatever bottom do this. And it's like the same thing as again, replacing it with whatever woman just do this, you know? Mm, so gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a thing. <laughs> it's a thing. So, <laughs> well, I think that, uh, I think this was a good conversation over the movie though. I really wanted to have yeah. like a nice talk about the, the message of the movie and just like our, our thoughts and, you know how we we kind of connected with it too. So I'm gonna have to put like a big, or yeah, you or I are gonna have to put a big like spoiler alert on this because I don't I don't want people <laughs> yeah. spoiling the Barbie movie for themselves. It's such a good movie. You guys should go our see it. Our four listeners, <laughs> yeah, our four <laughs> listeners. I don't know. I just, whatever. Fuck it. I like to do it for fun. Um, <laughs> fuck it. So our four listeners. I don't know. Whatever. Um. So one thing, so as we wrap up, I want to get into our fake sponsor week. Um, I have a fake sponsor. I have a fake sponsor today. Oh my god, love I did not know podcast. this. I was like not prepared yes. for a fake sponsor. I love it. Okay. Sorry. All right. So this sponsor today is very cool. Um, they're into the world of fitness. So if you're someone that really likes to take care of themselves, you like to track maybe like your calories, your workouts. This um, is a really cool piece of technology that just came out. It's called, I don't know what it's called. I didn't read the packaging, but basically it's a sleep assist. And so it's a wearable device that you wear in your sleep and it tracks your sleep for you, which is so cool. But what it differs from its other competitors is that it helps with your sleep posture. So I don't know if you guys have ever heard sleeping on your stomach is really, really bad for you. And even sleeping on your side, you have to sleep in a certain way that's like beneficial towards you. So the best way is to sleep on your back. And me, as a side sleeper, I usually have trouble sleeping on my back. So wearing this sleep watch really helps me because anytime I sleep out of position, it just shocks the shit out of me. So I wake Whoa. up and I readjust myself <laughs> and I fall asleep back on my back. It's a little bit of a negative, like, you know, feedback. So you wait, sorry, do you choose the position or do you like it has to be like on your back? It has to be on your back. That's the best way to sleep, they say. Mm, so what if you like move your arm out of place or just you know Zap. anything small like that oh zap. really it, yeah so the more the like the bigger the change the harder the zap so if i'm like on my back and i go full-on stomach forget it it's like i don't know <laughs> you're getting tased <laughs> yeah you're getting tased it's police tased so God damn. don't yeah and if you get on your side it's a little bit lesser than a stomach tase you know so it's really enforcing good sleep posture Oh, for sure. No, if you if you were ever wondering how it's going to how you're going to finally get to sleep the right way, this is the way to do it. If you can't get back to sleep, it'll shock you even more so you just go unconscious, you know. <laughs> yeah, so it's trying to make you don't sure. get to sleep, it'll like it'll be like bitch will get you there. Yes, it'll zap you and maybe the zap is too intense and you're like, "Oh man, I can't I can't go to bed now cuz I'm I got fucking zapped." Ev- it doesn't detect you going back to sleep in maybe like five to ten minutes. It'll give you a big zap so that you go unconscious because we want eight hours of sleep. We want to hey, hit Brandon. a REM cycle. Mm-hmm. Hey, Brandon, are there any health risks in terms of how much voltage, you know, that this thing gives you that your um, body can actually take? Yes. And- so they gave me a little pamphlet here to read. So it is not recommended for pregnant women. Um, those with a pacemaker, <laughs> um, those with heart problems, kidney problems, um, COPD, um, poor blood circulation, high blood pressure, a history of strokes, Whoa. Um, diabetes type 1, diabetes type 2, <laughs> uh, hypoglycemic, um, IBS, 
Damn, <laughs> it could, really? It could make you, yeah, because it can make you shit yourself enough. Elect- <laughs> like, you know, electricity can loosen those muscles up. Um, you, <laughs> so speaking of that, that bladder, bladder, pow- um, bladder problems, UTIs. So you should probably be super healthy if you're gonna if you're gonna <laughs> if you're gonna buy this product. Make sure you're like in a really good health. And then some side effects are hair loss, um, heart arrhythmias, um, <laughs> difficulty breathing, <laughs> diabetes type one. Um, <laughs> Only type one, <laughs> not type two anymore. <laughs> no, 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 this is type one. Um, loss of eyesight. Uh, renal problems, shitting yourself in your sleep, <laughs> and wetting the bed. Um, Damn. Yeah, I think I think that's it. Well, yeah, use the use the code heterohomo for twenty percent off your order. Oh, also, um, this is this is like a two percent chance. It's a really rare side effect, um, but you could also lose some teeth. Um, but just want to oh um parkinson disease and loose uh, and loss <laughs> of motor function um sorry yeah. i almost forgot that part right there <laughs> yeah <laughs> let's let's add parkinson's at the end of everything <laughs> as like a little side note <laughs> yeah <laughs> so sorry almost forgot that part very important so yeah get your sleep assist watch a cost i know you were asking i know you were thinking it a cost uh 2.99.99 and it's not $299.99 is $29,999. Oh my god, wow. Mm. Yeah, That's it's really good. No warranty though. No warranty. Yeah. Well, if you thoroughly think about it, like I said, 20% off of that, that's actually you're saving thousands. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually just what actually happened is that they were making like a Fitbit and it's a factory defect and they're just selling that. To make money. <laughs> right, you're saving about six thousand dollars if you use our code hetero exactly so definitely do that so go get yourself a, uh, a sleep assist watch today yeah love it there love that go. product so so support it um but cool yeah Woo. well so thank you guys for bring out the listen. whole ocean Bring out the whole ocean. Uh, call me a sparingus. Oh, oh, that's crazy. Um, wait, wait, go one more. Ready? Three, okay. two, one. Let's go. Roses golfing. are red. Oh, oh damn it. <laughs> um, so, so stupid. <laughs> so, we got a lot of talk. We got a lot done. I can't talk this episode for some reason. We talked a lot this episode. We got a lot of things done. Um, but we have some more on our list that we need to get through, Gabe, just to let you know. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> yes, just wanted to say it. Um, but thank you guys for listening into another episode. Even though it was Barbie Part 2, I hope you enjoyed our deep conversations on the ethical and moral dilemmas that Barbie presented. <laughs> the societal <laughs> issues, too. <laughs> um but yeah do you have anything else you would like to say gabe i think i have only one thing left to say what bye dudes bye gays or queens shit <laughs> <laughs> yes it wasn't me this time <laughs> oh my god we'll this is the first this episode done. i got the intro and the outro <laughs> no i think this is the first i think this is the first episode i fucked up on the outro yeah we had to switch <laughs> so bye queens <laughs>